Hello, Meg. Hello. Hi. We don't have Hello. as husky of voices for... today. Hello. No, no. Today, I mean, you know, it's been a whole day, honestly. You're like fitting me in to your very busy social schedule. <laughs> Thank you. Yikes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was also up until like maybe almost 3 a.m. last night. And then I woke mm. up at like 7.30 naturally. And then I was like, go mm-hmm. back to bed. And so I made myself go uh, back to bed until like 8.30. And then I was like, all right, well, I better like, you know, get going with my day. I have things to do, people to see, movies to course. maybe watch. Veronica mm-hmm. Mars, for sure to watch. Um, so oh, yeah. I did just wake up from a nap, full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so hard being <laughs> It so really much, is. So much Veronica Mars to watch. It, I know. <laughs> I'm like really making my way through it. So teaser mm-hmm. about a Veronica Mars episode that is on the horizon. Hey. We're both like deep in three now, I think. But I haven't yeah. watched all weekend. Yeah, you've had a more um, exciting weekend, maybe, or at least special weekend. Maybe we, we can, can pretend say. that we can say it's special. <laughs> special weekend. Yeah, yeah. So my friend, another Lauren in my life, was in town. All of the best of your friends are all Lauren. The best of my friends are Lauren. So many Laurens. Yeah. Um, but so. On Friday, her parents live in town, so we went over there for dinner. So her mom made us some delicious food. And then we came back here and drank wine and FaceTimed uh, people that we used to work with. Oh, weird. Uh, I, miss, I didn't so, have a missed call. So sorry. So it was another Lauren. So strange. I didn't make I that list. I must have meant to click Lauren Noriega and accidentally clicked Lauren Can. Oh. Damn it. Must happen a lot. And mm. Yeah. I mean, honestly, so many, so many Lauren. Um, <laughs> and then Saturday we woke up and like made some avocado toast breakfast. We went on a walk. There's like a farmer's market slash craft fair thing. Then we came back here. We had like a little cheese plate lunch. Yeah. And then later on we went back to like a brewery and we ate at motor co outside this is the megan spell we, special this is I've, the megan i've spell received special. said treatment as well <laughs> avocado toast motor co is such good food motor co and it's like good for like toes, small plates like you can eat a board. bunch of cheese here and then go like for dinner have you know snacky foods yeah and then you can and try a bunch of things we went to like we went to surf club like it's kind of divey bar we were just hanging out nice and then this morning we woke up um eventually we went to kava walked to the movie theater saw the farewell i dropped her off at the airport here i am wow here you are boom um yeah this weekend has been i guess a little bit slower for me on friday Mm -hmm. some friends and i went to a restaurant that's like they like a seafoodish restaurant like they have oysters um but the reason why mm-hmm. we went is because during happy hour they have half off lobster rolls so we're like fuck oh. yeah and half off bottles of wine so i was like getting like wine tipsy we were about to order our second bottle and then i was like you know what it's almost dinner time let's put in our order for a lobster roll and then our waitress said oh we just ran out no and i was like well that's annoying cancel the bottle of wine because i don't want any of the other food here and so we went to another restaurant to like have some more like eat like crab cakes and whatnot um crabs mm-hmm. and crab cakes and calamari 
And then, yeah, we just, like, came back to my place, and I made Aperol spritzes, and we just, like, hung out, and it was very low-key, and it was very nice. Um, And then yesterday, some friends and I drove out, like, 30 minutes out of town and went to a couple distilleries. Yeah, Desert Door was one of them. The other one was Treaty Oak. (laughs) So. I saw on, I was following on your Instagram. Yeah. It was very Instagram-y. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but. Yeah. And then today, you know, just trying to enjoy Sunday while also trying to be social. I Oh, that's another thing. We went to the pool for like a few hours yesterday. So I actually have like almost a little color. Almost. Maybe. Almost. Ooh, almost. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Um, I don't think I went to, yeah, I went to the pool on like Thursday, but I haven't been all weekend. I thought about going today and I'm like, it's so fucking hot. And also, like, I have stuff to do later tonight, and I don't want to have to redo my makeup. Um, I'm sure this is exciting for everyone listening, but net, net, <laughs> that's why I didn't go to the pool. Yeah. You, but, so, I guess we can just, like, go ahead and get into it. So, you saw something this weekend. Right, Hobbs and Shaw. And thoughts. <laughs> Which, what would you say, how does it rank compared to the other Fast and the Furiouses? And oh. how does it rank compared to, oh. like, some of the movies? Compared to, like, maybe, like, Men in Black, would they be, like... Thank you for asking. Honestly, thank you for asking. Okay. <laughs> I know you're a little a little sad that I didn't haven't seen it yet. I was, I was, like, a little bummed. I mean, it was, like, no pressure, obviously, but I did... I mean, I just want to talk Hobbs and Shaw. You know, I just want to talk Fast and Furious. Anyway, but um, we went Thursday night, opening night. Oh, my God. <laughs> um... And I went with uh, my friends Kat and Jimmy, who are also uh, stands of the franchise. Uh-huh. And, um, I mean, it's so cheesy. Of course. <laughs> but, I mean, like, the thing is, it's, I don't know, Hobbs and Shaw was a little different because, like, Fast and Furious is cheesy, but, like, it's it's taking itself seriously, mm-hmm. you know? Like, Hobbs and Shaw isn't taking itself seriously, you know? Like, part of what I like about Vinny D's is that he's, like, a hundred percent earnest all the time. Your eyes got so wide when I called. Who is that? I have no idea. What you're... Vin Diesel. Oh, Vinny D. Oh, I was like, this is a character. Like, what the fuck? No. Okay. <laughs> um, he's just like a hundred percent earnest. Um, but it was exciting. Before we went to the Alamo, and I got there early, and they played like a few montages before that had like a bunch of stuff from the other Fast and the Furious movies. Um, there were some cameos that, like, I mean, I wasn't obsessed with them because, like, I don't want to spoil who it is, you can but just they say like it. I don't care. <laughs> Spoiler alert: If you don't want to know cameos for Hobbs and Shaw, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and Kevin Hart. What? But they basically just play themselves, so it kind of took me out of it. Not to be dramatic. Well, was but... like Deadpool filming on like the same lot or something. Why the fuck is I Ryan Reynolds in this? He was Does like he, just he was like stand? in a few scenes. Does he just stand? He must. He must stand. It's the only explanation <laughs> is that he must stand. <laughs> what a God! It must be so great to be a celebrity. Can you imagine what kind of like weird ass cameos you could be making in things? I mean, yeah, you could just choose what you want. You know, you get your pick of everything, right? They have no problems as celebrities. They their life is just made for them. I'm being yeah. facetious. So, I mean, I know it seems silly to be like, 
you know, obviously this is like this series has never been subtle, but this really like kind of treated it as like a joke a little more. Mm-hmm. It was still like I saw it a great time. It just definitely felt like a departure from the main series. Oh, which wow. what a you real know, for and you. I know. And then I have like a theory. Like we didn't really figure out who like kind of the mastermind is. I have a theory about who it is. Um, I'll save that. Oh yeah, this but I guess hot you haven't take. seen eight, have you? No. <laughs> I haven't. I don't know if I've That's seen fair. more than just one Fast and the Furious movie, <laughs> to be honest with you. Much less every single mm-hmm. one. Much less every single one in an entire weekend like you did. Mm, it was not a weekend. It was like uh, four days. Oh, it, I think oh. it was actually a week, actually. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was a whole um, weekend. It was it like a Thursday anyway, it didn't to make Sunday? me hype for nine. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like a, I don't know. It might have started on like a Wednesday. It might have been like a Wednesday to Saturday. Sure. It's easy enough to find out. I'll check later. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm excited for nine. John Cena's coming in. Oh. Um, Dave Batista like had some very public comments that was disparaging the franchise. Yeah. Is he involved so. with the franchise? No, apparently he was asked to like if he wanted to be in it, and he like publicly said like I want I only want to be in good movies. Enter Stuber, like, honey, <laughs> honey, honey, honey. <laughs> I mean, that's not to say but... that Stuber was a bad movie, but like, I yeah, mean... but like that's a little presumptuous, yeah. you know. Like it's not like Stuber's an Oscar contender, Dave. Relax. <laughs> um, yeah. Um... How like do- you're still cashing that Endgame check, asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> how do you? I wonder how much he made for Endgame. I mean, I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> no way we would be able to even comment on that. Yeah, how did I have you no rank idea. Hobbs and Shaw compared? What did you give it as a rating? I think it was like you gave it like a two and a half. I think I gave it a two and a half. And so which what's the average low. for the Fast and Furious franchise for you? Well, it's really it's really complicated. Because, because you have I don't really no integrity be... in your rating system. <laughs> Obviously, number one, no integrity in the rating <laughs> system. But number two, it's also like I like I compare them against each other, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like five and seven are like the best. But then like I mean this is absolutely low tier, so this is like Is seven the last one with I, Paul Walker? Mm. It's, it's really good. Nice. <laughs> it's like really good. But um, uh, you know, Jason Statham's in it. We actually rewatched Spy last night. Cool. Scholar had never seen Spy. Oh, it's surprising about- she's never seen it. As like I think the vast majority of the population never saw it. Including Spy is myself. very funny. So I'm out here spreading the good word. <laughs> and <laughs> and I've been just doing a lot of Jason Statham accent all all weekend. Oh boy! Oh, it's a shame. I kept being on the phone with my sister, going "Obs and Shaw." It's about family, isn't it? It's it's a shame that you actually didn't Facetime me. I would have loved to have picked up for all of this. Yeah, this is the thing is, is like, why would I Facetime you when I'm about to record a whole debrief for an hour? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and plus, I know that you. You're just putting on to ask me about Hobbs and Shaw because you know I want to talk about Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> I know you don't really want to hear. No, I mean like I'm like I I almost went so I went to go see Maiden on um, Thursday night with a friend, and right. I was like okay, it ended up a good movie. Yes. <laughs> um, was Dave Bautista in it? What? 
<laughs> was Dave Bautista in it? He was. He was. Yeah, he he narrated <laughs> it. Um, mm. No, he did not. But so the movie ended at like 9.15 and I was like, I don't know, just to like check the box. Maybe I'll go see Hobbs and Shaw. And then it wasn't going to play until like 10.30 and I was like, I mean, I could just like hang around for an hour, but also like... I walked here. Do I really want to be like walking home at like 1 a.m.? Because I saw a two hour long Fast and the Furious spin off movie that like mm. I don't really care about the franchise, but I also like have like mild curiosity. Also, I think it's going to be like entertaining enough. Like, what would you, which, how would you compare it to like Men in Black International? Do you say like, well, it's just similar, like enjoyment? Not really. No. Not really because it's not like. It's like Hobbs and Shaw is funny, but it doesn't have jokes, mm, you know? It's just ridiculous. Like, yeah, you know? It's just like, you're just like, okay, you know? Like, yeah. But it's also like a lot of the humor is like The Rock and Jason Statham don't get along, like cross arms, back to back. I can't work with this guy, you know? It's a lot of that What's shit. their it's not size really difference? Like, is is Jason Statham... A, Significantly. Do, and they make that known, like, height-wise? I feel like Jason Statham must be about a lot shorter than The Rock. Yeah, um, it's... I mean, you know, The Rock's calling him puny the whole time. Okay. You know? And I didn't know if they were going to, like... At one point, they're in... Samoa and Jason Statham's wearing a jacket and you're like is that because you're not buff because mm, the rock the is literally jacket? wearing like a little towel on his waist oh because doesn't he, the green jacket. he wears like a green like <laughs> army jacket kind of thing mm-hmm. um yeah I didn't know if they were like Tom cruising it where they're trying to make Jason Statham seem like he was similar in size to the rock they did not even pretend. I wonder what it'll be like when John Cena... Well, I guess so John Cena is doing Fast and the Furious. Is there going to be a crossover with Hobbs and Shaw? Like, how does, well, how does I mean, this universe work? Right. It's complicated. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, so, like, I feel like now, like, um, like, Fast and Furious, like, proper is, like, Vin Diesel. Like, it's, like, the whole crew, you know? Mm-hmm. So this is, like, a side side cool, you know? But it's not really a spinoff. Because The Rock will probably still be in nine. Mm. Statham might be in nine. But, like, The Rock and Statham were both in seven and eight. Oh, you know? okay. But so. not David Batista. Not David Batista. He's actually not in any of them, and I doubt he'll be invited. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you know what? We have enough, like, really like broad men that we can have in these movies we don't really really need you (laughs) it's everything i understand about the fast and furious franchise is that the contracts are fully based on like who can lose or win a fight so it's like vin diesel's contract first was like i cannot lose any fight and then like tears down like the rock like jason statham's like i can only lose a fight (laughs) to Vin or it's like a draw you can draw so there's a lot of the time where they'll like kind of start getting a fight and then they'll be like save it for later guys really <laughs> are you making really this happen. up no 100 percent. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> 
That's so like, funny. I think though. it's like a hundred percent part of Vin's contract that like you can't be better than Dom, or like you can't beat him in a race. Like he never loses a race. Yeah, in the Fast and Furious franchise. That's, I mean, it's and it's like penned down. These are the rules. Well, it's kind of like I mean, I guess it's the same thought processes. So I've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood now three times in the like week that mm-hmm. it's been out, and how like Al Pacino's character talks to Leo about how like if you keep playing the heavy, if you keep playing the punching bag like that's all people mm-hmm. will see you as or for these like very like mm-hmm. machismo guys that's you know they want to be winners um yeah. fuck mary kill we're gonna do can't wait. the rock we're gonna do <laughs> okay. Vinny d as you like to call him Vinny d's Vinny d's excuse me and mm-hmm. uh jason statham okay i I don't know enough about any of these people personally, except for Vinny D's seems insufferable. <laughs> they all seem insufferable in a little bit. I'd probably marry Statham, I guess. How old Statham? I think that'd be I'm funny. I'm going to say he's not the same age as Vanessa Kirby. At 100%. <laughs> like my, that's the only thing 100%. I know about. It's the only thing I they know about. They show Hobbs flashbacks, and, and they're like two like 10-year-old kids like at the same time. Absolutely. I hilarious. think she was born anyway. in like 1988 or something. Mm-hmm. Feel free mm-hmm. to fact check me. And I think Jason Statham is significantly older than Rosie Huntington Whitley, who he's with. Well, I mean, he's yes. probably like in his 40s or so. I mean, we can look it up. It's, it's, I mean, it's significant. Yeah. Though. He's definitely um, not like 31 as the movie seems to make it out to be. Mm hmm. Like, of those three, like, Vin Diesel is not a comic. Like, he does not seem to find, like, he's not, like, actually doing jokes, you know? Jason Statham's I can never 52. Be... Wow, yeah. And it's so, and Vanessa Kirby's, what, 30? Rosie Huntington Whitley <laughs> is 32, and Vanessa Kirby is probably this, uh, no, she's younger. She's 31. Okay, so he's 21 years older than her. But they were children they were at, the at the same time. <laughs> Hilarious. That's like Hollywood at its finest, though. Because, like, God yeah, forbid they have, like, an actress who's close to that age. Yeah. I guess seemingly, I mean, like, Kate <laughs> Blanchett wasn't available, wasn't interested in Hobbs no. and Shaw. Oh, God. <laughs> well, <laughs> don't talk shit. Charlize is a part of this series. Is she really? <laughs> Yeah, Charlize is an eight. Oh my goodness gracious, Charlize <laughs> Theron. Where I saw like something today, and she was like hanging out at she was at like someone's birthday or event, and I was like, why the fuck was she there? Like it just like didn't seem to make any sense. Um, maybe from the Fast and the Furious franchise. Maybe, but go back to the <laughs> fuck Mary Kill. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I just have Statham. I don't know. I couldn't pee with The Rock. And then I have this thing where I don't even think The Rock is attractive because he doesn't look like a human to me. Like No. He looks like a blo- just, like a bunch of rocks to me. Yes. He looks like, yeah, like just not like a normal person. Like a transformer in, almost. Yes. In the movie, at one point, The Rock is like shirtless and like glistening in the sun. And like the woman next to me like straight up was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. She like very vocally was like excited about the rock. I know someone being who, shirtless, and I'm like, I don't get it. I don't. He's just like a, a non-sexual being yeah. in my eyes because he doesn't look like a human that I would see in the real world. Yeah, I uh, I know someone who's like 
or at least at one point was very into The Rock and I was like yeah I don't see it I don't know I don't know I, don't know. I mean I'm into John Mayer so it's like different strokes for different folks like I know plenty of people who think that <laughs> but he's that's not your so only type. unattractive you're into Julian Casablancas from The Strokes that, but... I don't think that's my type though I just love him yeah <laughs> so wait so are you who which one are you, are you killing The Rock that's... I think I'd marry The Rock because I think he at least has a sense of humor and I'd probably fuck Statham because, I mean, I feel like he the doesn't... Rock's a Republican. Eesh. I don't know why I think that. Yeah, I don't really know <laughs> why. <laughs> but why would I think that? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I have he no idea about his also, political I leanings. I don't know. The Rock seems, like, too famous also. I don't know. I don't have a good answer to this. I don't. I'm not interested in any of them, really. <laughs> but I don't think I want to fuck Vin Diesel. All right. I don't know. I don't have a good answer. Sounds like it. All right. We'll say I fucked the Rock and Mary Statham. That's uh. <laughs> right. Write it down in pencil. The Rock is independent. The I just looked it up. According to Wikipedia, he's an independent. Okay. Well, that sucks too. <laughs> <laughs> just like. Wanted you to know he attended the, the 2000 like the type of Democratic National Convention, but he also had a speaking role at the 2000 Republican National Convention. That must be why I think that. Oh yeah, the you're Rock very like active the type- in the two the 2000. You're watching the conventions in 2000. <laughs> no, I mean I just must have heard someone say something. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, he seems like the type of person who like would run for office someday, which like is like absolutely not a type of, of person I would want to be with. You know, uh-huh. okay. <laughs> All right. I think you're like projecting a lot onto the rock. I don't think you're being. I don't fair. know, especially he when we like just he's... talked about the pacifier. He's. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe I would fuck Vin Diesel. The pacifier. I could talk about that. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I'm just like I'm not interested in the rock. He seems. I don't know. He seems like he's one of those people that like wants to be like very like really wants to be liked by everyone, you know? And like he always talks about how Baywatch was made for the fans and just that shit I couldn't live with. Baywatch <laughs> I loved. Stop talking about how you like Baywatch. It makes me embarrassed to be friends with you. I hate Baywatch. <laughs> I saw it so many times. I just think like this is what's so annoying about you. <laughs> Um, All right, let's just go on. Like, <laughs> we don't need to talk about the farewell. Please tell me what it you is. love you know. Baywatch, and then you like shame me for liking <laughs> Popstar, an objectively good movie. Like I like good movie, and you like bad movie, and yet you you make me feel worse about it. I never bring up how wrong you are about Baywatch. I let you live in that. When ignorance. was the last time I brought up Popstar to you? I just watched it yeah, with you like and didn't like it. I feel like it comes up all the time. Like I feel like it comes up all the time. I recognize Anytime that I anyone's need to like, see it Do you again. and Nora have the same typo on everything? You're like, no, Meg likes Popstar. And I'm like, a good This movie. is absolutely not a conversation that ever it's happens. It's happened a million times. You, you cyberbully me about it all the time. It does not. You cyberbully me about it all the time. I cyberbullied you about one thing, and that was about the BuzzFeed results of who our Marvel Bay was, and I got Sebastian How dare you? How dare you bring that up again? (laughs) For everyone listening, I got Sebastian Stan, and Meg got Tom Holland, which I think like- I'm literally going to hang up on you. This is not healthy. I 
I think in 2019, Tom Holland is not a bad choice. This was probably 20. It was it was last year. It was 2018. That's not who I want, though. You knew you knew that that was you knew you knew that that was mean. You knew that was mean. I shared that with you in confidence. I thought that you that like I could Sebastian you. Stan or that you got Tom Holland? No, that I got Tom she, Holland. Everyone knows I'm into Sebastian Meg Stan. went on to delete me from all social medias and then she missed my it. birthday because we weren't Facebook friends, friends Facebook. by a day. I didn't miss it. I didn't miss it. I On your actual birthday, I sat down and thought, don't forget Nora's birthday is tomorrow. <laughs> it wasn't missed it. I was just wrong. Yeah, because I wasn't going to add you back. So I was like, okay, she yeah, can add me back no. to all the social medias. But yeah, you had me I blocked. Right. I think you even the blocked only, me on text message. The only thing I put you on do not disturb. Oh, okay. The only thing, <laughs> the only thing that Facebook is good for is making sure I know everyone's birthday. Yeah. But I actually loaded it into my address book semi recently. Wow. So don't worry, it won't happen again, even if you <laughs> smear my name across the internet. <laughs> All right. Well, good. Glad to hear it. Anything else you want to talk about with Hobbs and Shaw? I mean, that was 25 minutes, so I I guess I can leave it there. Wait, real quick. (laughs) Okay. For everyone listening, including Hobbs and Mm. Shaw, what do you think the order of watching Fast and Furious should be? Now, you've got into it before. Mm. It was something Mm. like one, Mm. two, five, four, three. Well, that's the thing. Chronologically, (laughs) it's (laughs) one, two, Four, five, six, three, seven, eight. Hobbs and Shaw. That's chronologically. However, I kind of think you should just stick with as released as they intended. You know, mm-hmm. the artists as themselves. Intended. Yes, <laughs> that's. I consider like the team behind Fast and Furious. You know, I have to trust them at this point. Yeah. You know, I mean, they've given so. you so much. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. They've let me down before. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's just, you know. When I've, it's about family, Nor. That's what I don't think you're realizing. You're right. When I told people I was going, or like I was like, I had like a casual interest in seeing Hobbs and Shaw. Everyone has asked if I'm a Fast and the Furious fan. And I say, no, mm-hmm. I think I've seen maybe one of them. Probably when it was, it was probably like, you know, when it came out on DVD, I rented the first one from like Blockbuster because Paul Walker was hot. But Mm -hmm. yeah, so well, I'll circle back around. I'll see it this week and let you know what I think. It it is also worth noticing um, the naming convention here because one fun thing about Fast and the Furious is that all the names are weird. You know, it's the Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious. Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, Fast Ampersand Furious. Like, it's there's no logic behind any of it. Like, Fast Five, Furious Seven, <laughs> Fate of the Furious. And then this one is The Fast and the Furious presents. presents Hobbs and Shaw. I'm like, I love a presents. Yeah. But there's probably going to be another side call later, and it's just going to be like, FNF is. <laughs> you know, it's just going to be some other yeah. nonsense. Anyway, the point is. Everyone should watch all the Fast and Furious movies and, and then let me and know. And they're on Netflix, right? No, I had to rent them all from the library. They're oh some on my God. <laughs> I think one through Tokyo Drift. Oh my God, Meg. <laughs> they're definitely not all on Netflix. I thought they were all on Netflix <laughs> and you're just like pressing play to the next one. 
Okay. No, I plan on like, get I accused of internet one. shaming you again. <laughs> Maybe we need to move on. I mean, wouldn't be the first one. <laughs> so, should we move on to a movie that's probably objectively better than Hobbs and Shaw? I'm willing to concede that. <laughs> <laughs> You're willing to say that The Farewell is a better uh-huh. movie than Hobbs and Shaw. Yes. Okay. I. I'm saying it on the record now. All right. I, you know, only saw the one of them, so I, I can't mm. be. But so uh, authoritative with that. But I'm pretty sure I would agree that The Farewell is a better movie. Though, mm-hmm. I've been trying to figure out my feelings on The Farewell. Like, I liked it. Mm. But I think it's almost because it was so, like, it was, like, somber, but not, like, ball your eyes out kind of sad it's very much a vibe it was like very you know (laughs) i would say yes yeah yes i saw it um a couple weeks back the director Mm -hmm. was in town and so i went to a advanced screening of it um and so it's a story based they say it's a Based on a real, an actual lie is what the farewell is. Yeah. And then, so it's by Lulu Wang. Um, mm-hmm. She basically, she wrote this movie and it's about her family. And, you know, her, her and her parents uh, came to America when she was like eight years old or something. And, but she still has family back in China, including her grandma, who she's very close with. And she finds out that her parents are going to China because one of her cousins getting married. And she's like, oh, that seems strange because, like, they just started dating his girlfriend. Um, and then she, her parents tell her that it's kind of a setup so that they, everyone can say goodbye to the grandma because she has cancer and they're not going to tell her about it. Mm-hmm. And so then it's just her kind of trying to come to terms with that and then reuniting with her family. Um, mm-hmm. Aquafina plays the lead. And it was nice yes. to see her in a different role because I don't know that much about her. Like, I listened to her on the A24 podcast, excuse me, about um, The Farewell. But, like, I never, yeah, like, I listened to, like, that her as comedy well. or anything. Yeah, I knew she was a comedian and, like, she's been like a yeah. rapper right yeah and like she's been like popping off in the past couple years but like before like oceans eight like she wasn't really on my radar crazy rich asians sorry crazy rich asians oh yes yeah those are i think like two of her big things from last year and that kind of yeah made her like a huge like and everyone star people a star was like very much not a not a comedic role at all and like She's, like, very much, like, I feel like, like, uh, Tiffany Haddish in Girls Trip, like, was, like, her in Crazy Rich Asians last year, you know? Like, everyone was, like, oh, she's so funny. Like, it's, like, very big humor, you know? But this is a lot more, like you said, muted. Yeah. And then, I mean, it was, like, a really big deal out of Sundance. Yeah. A24 scooped it up. You know what I love? It's, like, it's, like, a tight hour 40. Yeah, it is. It's (laughs) not very long. Mm -hmm. Um... It was, yes, yeah, so it was based off of, well, like, a real story, and I guess the director was trying to shop it around for a while, and it never, you know, I was listening to her on a podcast this morning. It was, uh, it was like, an old recording of on, on the NPR podcast Fresh Air, and she was saying mm-hmm. how, like, she would get notes back, and they were, like, 
they wanted Billy to be the one to get have to get engaged because they're like that would add you know it's like more like drama to the story like the stakes would be higher like the movie the like stakes are pretty low it's like yeah grandparent is gonna but die it's like not, she's not trying to make like i mean like that's very like rom-com like, yeah exactly fake engagement oh they probably fall in love you yeah know? Like, and <laughs> they also like wanted they like kind of had a problem with like the fact that it was going to be subtitled because it would be in Chinese. Mm -hmm. And she's like, okay, well, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, like, you know, convert all of this to English for the sake of the movie. But anyway, so she took the script and she, I guess, kind of just, like, kept it in her back pocket, um, did This American Life, and then from that, people wanted to make the movie and she got a little bit more creative power that way. Yeah. So. I think, and I mean... Not to say it's like looks low budget, but you know it's like a pretty, you know. Yeah. It's it's not Hobbs and Shaw. It doesn't need yeah. a huge budget, you know. And uh, I think Aquafina is you know the kind of big name, the rest. But I there was like a lot of really good well, acting in this. But you mentioned the subtitles. I think it was interesting. Um, I went with you know scholar and we saw it at the Carolina Theater, and there was a preview for like a French movie and a preview for a German movie there, and she was like. That's so crazy to, like, watch a movie with subtitles. Do you watch many movies with subtitles? And I was like, I mean, you know, since I watch, like, the Oscar mm-hmm. ones, like, you know, I watch, like, a handful every year. And then, like, right as it was starting, I'm like, oh, Scholar doesn't know that this movie Yeah, is I was going to say. Like, I'm like, oh, fuck. By the way, like, you're about I had, to like, watch a movie sold with it. I had, like, sold it as, like, you know, Aquafina from Crazy Rich Asians and blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, a family drama. And then we're sitting down, the movie starts, and it starts in New York, and she's, like, you know, speaking English, but then, like, immediately she goes to China, and I was, like, oh. And then afterwards, she was, like, oh. She was, like, and she was, like, oh, I thought it was going to be really, like, difficult or distracting, but, like, it's so easy to get into it once you're into it, you know? And I'm, like, yeah, it's, you don't notice it almost immediately, especially when you're, like, at a theater and you're not being distracted by other things. Yeah. I actually kind of prefer, well, I watch like TV with subtitles because I like to be able, if I don't catch every word just by listening, I like to be able to just like Mm -hmm. quickly read over just so I like, because sometimes people mumble and it's like, I want to know what they said. Yeah. Like I saw a movie recently and like, yeah, someone mumbled something under their breath and I didn't catch it. But like people around me laughed and I was like, I want to know what was said. Like what was said? (laughs) Um, But yeah, so uh did what were your thoughts on it I really liked it a lot I think um I mean I've been I feel like I've been hearing about it for so long like that's always put so much pressure on stuff like this but like in my head I knew it was going to be like like not small but feel very you know Mm -hmm. like isolated and like culturally interesting there's a lot of food yes in the movie. yeah <laughs> it's kind of a side thing but I loved like when they were all sitting down to dinner and I really loved like you know when they were kind of talking about you know sometimes when things in movies are like oh like cultural differences it's very much like well this is the right way and this is the wrong way and I think like by the end you're like oh I kind of get I get that argument you know it still seems crazy you know mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, about the food thing. um, The director was saying that I guess one of the notes that she got back was how there were so many scenes with food. And she was like, I mean, this is like what it's like in my family. And like, I don't know about your family, but the joke at my parents' house is like my mom makes breakfast and like 
as we're cleaning up breakfast, she like basically starts making lunch. And then yeah. like when she <laughs> we're done with lunch, then she starts like prepping for dinner. And so it's like, yeah, everything is centered around food. So to not have food would be dishonest to, I guess, like her family experience. And then also she like made a comment how like she wasn't trying to do like food porn or anything like that. Like she was just like trying to show like the meals that like her family eats. Um, I guess kind yeah. of. Yeah, and it's also just like setting, it's just like, you know, it's literally table setting, you know, where you're like, well, this is the point in the day where all 12 people are around a table discussing, you know, mm-hmm. like family things, you know, like, so it makes sense that that would be over a meal. Cause like, you know, when I go home, like, you know, my parents like might be off like working or, you know, people have their own shit going on. But the one time that like everyone's sitting down together and like having conversations is over a meal. So I think it makes sense. Yeah. And then um, you mentioned about the budget. Apparently something I learned on the podcast this morning was that um, I guess the quotes for each actor, I guess in Mm -hmm. China, she like, so the director kind of assumed that, you know, like not a ton of movies crossover. So like the woman who plays the grandma, um, Nai Nai, she's actually like a, she's been working in TV, like I think in like Chinese soap operas since like for forever. And so her mm-hmm. quote was actually like pretty big. And mm-hmm. um, the director, you know, didn't expect that. And then she like had to tell her like, I'm so sorry, but like I like, mm-hmm. we, there's no money in production. And the director like made a comment about like oh well, like you remind me like this is a story about family and you like remind me of my grandchildren so she they uh they made it work that way just because she was like oh yeah. family yeah and so i always wonder how that works you know i mean i'm definitely not qualified to talk about like anything like i have no idea how like production companies in china go but like i know it's harder to get movies released there yeah. i don't know how difficult it is to shoot there or you know have like a american studio and a chinese you know production company yeah it was like, a joint how does all that work together mm-hmm. you know so i don't know it's interesting because I, I, I don't think about that type of stuff a lot of the time when we watch foreign films it's normally like you know a movie that was made produced in china that we're now watching or something like mm-hmm. that you know less of a joint effort yeah um well and also did you know that uh the lady who plays little nai nai her her aunt is her aunt in real life oh no yeah and so like apparently her grandma so her spoiler alert her grandma's still alive and mm-hmm. her grandma like would come to set yet like they don't think that she knows about this lie and Terry Gross is, like, really digging into it on, on the podcast. Yeah, obviously. And she was Love like, <laughs> I mean, how could she not know? And, like, I guess, like, um, Lulu described the movie to the grandma as, like, oh, it's, like, a movie about her family. And it's a movie about, like, a family coming back to China to, like, reunite for a wedding. But, like, the movie in Chinese is called, like, they didn't tell her or something like that where it's like okay yeah and they're gonna like it's going to be like in uh on tv like trailers of it and like there's probably going to be signage for it because it's going to be played in china 
And so when I saw the director at the Austin Film Society, when she was doing the Q&A, they were asking about that, like, oh, like, well, like, is, was your family upset that you decided to start telling this story out of fear that, you know, your grandma would hear, hear about it? And she said that apparently her parents, like, not necessarily to be, like, rude, but apparently her parents mm-hmm. were like, well, you've made other movies before and, like, that haven't gone anywhere. So, like, let's not get too worried about this. <laughs> and then it, like, goes to Sundance and is, like, one of the biggest yeah. hits from Sundance. It's bought by A24 yeah, and then it, released nationally. Yeah, and then Fuck. it's like, oh, okay, now it's going to China. And I guess, like, Terry Gross was basically like, I hate to be so, like, insensitive, but, like, do you think that, like, your parents kept being like, eh, you know what, like... Let's just, like, see how the chips fall because they're, like, anticipating that, you know, your grandma could pass any day now. And I was like, damn, Terry, like, yikes. Shit, Terry. (laughs) Yikes. Um, But, yeah, so the grandma is still alive and it'll be interesting to see if she finds out. But also Lulu was saying that, you know, it was nice because the whole experience, like, she was able to go back to China and spend time with her grandma. So... Like, the net-net is obviously good for her. Mm-hmm. And now she's the director of a big hit from Sundance. So take that, nice. Mom and Dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mom and Dad. <laughs> it's, like, kind of so, shit. Like, I feel like my parents would say, too, like, eh, yeah. <laughs> you're not that special. Like, <laughs> Yeah. My parents would be like, listen, we know the movie's going to be good. That being said... No one's going to see this shit. (laughs) Like, eh, we probably don't need to worry about grandma seeing it because, like, chances are, like, you know, nothing's going to happen from it. Like, oh, thank you for the vote of confidence. (laughs) Really appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. So afterward, like, you know, you said, you know, the real Nine Nine is still alive. We kind of talked, and Scholar and I both thought that, like, by the end it was going to be, like, Nine Nine knew the whole time. It was just, like pretending basically that she didn't know and like I still kind of wonder you know because they mentioned in the movie that when her grandfather had cancer and was sick like her grandmother didn't tell him you know so it's not like it's I mean if that was like a part of American culture as well like number one I would just always assume I was probably dying and everyone around me was lying to me (laughs) yeah but (laughs) which like isn't a great way for me to live no but um especially like at that age you know when you're like getting a bunch of ct scans still having coughing fits going to the hospital and having them speak in english in front of you yeah like i don't know i'd be suspicious if i knew that that's something that people did yeah and but that's i think she just wanted to be like i think she just wanted it to be about the wedding you know she like wants to be happy yeah. and like doesn't want it to be a whole thing so I don't know. That's like a read of the movie. Well, and that's so that was kind of brought up during the Q&A. And she was like, I don't know, like she could know and she could just be faking it for all of us or just like, you know, trying to make the best of it. Like she's like, I honestly don't know, but like I'm not going to go and ask her about it. So, yeah. Yeah. It's Yeah. I mean, I thought it was like it it was interesting to see Aquafina in a different role. Um, I guess maybe yeah. I thought it'd be a little bit more comedic, but I think like all of the funny lines were pretty much in the trailer. Um, yeah. In fact, in the trailer, they have the line like, in China, we have a saying, 
if you get cancer, when people get cancer, they you die. die. And the, but then in the movie, like that line is a little bit more extended, and it's like because like they know that they have cancer like, and they know that they're dying or something. It's yeah. like they like in the lose trailer hope. that seems like a joke line, yeah. and in the movie, and in the movie, no, no one in my theater laughed. Yeah, like they were like, "This is a serious line." Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, like that's I I think it's just like for me. If it's going to be, like, a sad or somber movie, I want to be really moved to tears. Like, I want to cry. But you're fucked up. I know. You know, oh, like, a little geez. bit. All right. That's, like, strike number See, two See, I'm for happy you to, like, just feel something. <laughs> I really am. I don't mean to attack you today. Yeah, well, hmm. we'll see what Sebastian Stan well, has to say I'm about I'm sure that. you didn't mean to cyber really me. Oh, wait. No, you definitely did. <laughs> Uh, yeah no but no you definitely you like you like to kind of feel more i think like extreme emotions uh, yeah i think so and i mean that's not and to say like, any, like manchester that... by the sea level of like holy fuck that's sad yeah but yeah it's just like i think i just kind of expected to react a bit more in both mm-hmm. ways like laugh mm-hmm. i think i i did tear up a little but like i, I cried I think... a bit um, and I think that's like Another drawing movie on with like, sorry, we were talking over each yeah. other. I keep talking. I keep interrupting you. Go ahead. I was say I, I like I teared up a bit and I think that's just like drawing on like personal experiences with family members and like I've had the fortune misfortune, I guess depends on how you see it, but like to be around family members like as they're passing away. And so I think like that definitely like just like the like I've gone on like a trip to say goodbye to people. So I think like that definitely mm-hmm. impacted me. Um, but yeah, it was, I wasn't like sobbing and I wasn't like laughing. And so then it was like, I was just, I felt like I was just kind of like taking it in and mm-hmm. maybe was expecting more from myself as far as a reaction, which is interesting to say, because I'm, movie... I'm not a very reactive watcher. Yeah, true. But another movie that I feel like could also be like that is like Lady Bird. You didn't like Lady Bird as much as everyone else. And that hasn't, that's another one that isn't like, it's not going for big, big tears or big emotions or like a big finale or anything. So that just might be something you're less into. Yeah. A24 as well. Also, Shoplifters. You didn't love Shoplifters either. Yeah. That's another one that's kind of like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm learning a lot about you. Yeah, this is nice. You're diagnosing me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't have an answer. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but no, that's true. It's just... <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I guess, um, like, maybe I just, like, kind of need a little bit more. I mean, I thought, like, I can appreciate it. I think it's a good... It's a well-done movie. Like, I think it's well-acted. I think the grandma is, like, so spectacular in it. Like, she's I really love so good. the grandma. Um and so like I I get where the praise is coming from but like I saw it like three weeks ago and I intended on seeing it again before we recorded and then I was just kind of like I don't know if I really want to see it again tonight I thought about going to the dinner the like um Alamo draft house dinner for it because I was like oh I can eat some yummy food but I had dim sum for lunch on Friday nice so good yeah so um, but yeah, uh, you just brought up Manchester by the Sea, and I'm just thinking about Manchester <laughs> by the Sea. And I know the joke was at one point I said I think about Manchester by the Sea a lot, and you said you think about Manchester by the Sea a lot. 
And I really do. That's like as much as that movie is very sad. Like I think there's a lot of really funny things. In that, that movie, movie too. no, I it's a really great. Movie. I think it's a really great. Movie. I think <laughs> Lucas Hedges and Casey Affleck. It's like some of some of the best scenes because he's like such like an angsty piece of shit. We've already talked about this, mm-hmm. but he's such like an angsty piece of shit. And Casey Affleck's like just like taking deep breaths, like really just trying to like keep up living like his whole like that whole movie he is just trying to like make it to the next day like that's it like everything he does is so taxing for him and then we have lucas hedges being like juggling two girlfriends just you know trying working on getting laid as he likes to say what's that mean means i'm working on i i mean i love (laughs) lucas hedges in that movie but i also (sighs) love lucas hedges to begin with and we have a whole episode i know casey i think it's super problematic that movie is really good anyway okay i like in blank check they talk a lot about that performance whatever they're like uh, someone made the brave choice to play that character as someone who's uh, never coming back. Is <laughs> like, uh. just like totally just beyond, you know, any sort of human normal level of emotion and just an empty shell. Yikes. Um, <sighs> Great movie. But yeah, so farewell. Any, any big thoughts? Any big takeaways? No, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where you're like, it's not like I can like super go into like, all these different things I just thought it was like really interesting and like also like I think it was like a really good like snapshot of like a very specific you know family's life Mm -hmm. and what things are like in like you know China like I mean the wedding was so fun like so different from you know American weddings and like I don't know all the food was like that like you know, when they're like sitting at the table, passing it all around, you know, I, it just felt very. Yeah. Well, and that's what know. the director was talking about at the Q and A. And she was like, yeah, I mean like, that's like a real wedding that like I would have gone to. And it's like, they're during the day because it's like a lot of older relatives mm-hmm. and they, mm-hmm. you know, need to go home and go to bed. And it's like food. Like if the worst thing you can do is run out of food. And so there's always so much food that people are bringing home, like grocery bags of food with them at the end of the wedding. So, yeah, yeah, I thought that that was that was fun to see, because also it's like you think of well, specifically like, I guess, like Asian culture representation in cinema. And like as of late, it's been like crazy rich Asians, which is yeah. by definition, not like the vast majority of, you know, a entire culture of people. Um, yeah. So I think that that was cool too, because it was like you know the it's not the hotel that her family stays in, not very like it's not it's not like dingy, but it's not like glamorous, yeah. um, and like yeah. the the houses are all like very simple. Um, it's you know even the food. Well, it's and like, like in Crazy Rich Asians, like Singapore seems like pretty. I mean, you know, Westernized. Yeah. You know, like they all speak English and. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's just different. So, I mean, I thought this was, like, really, like, I'm, like, I really feel like I understand, like, this family and, like, this neighborhood and, like, their, you know, friends and the lives they lead and all that stuff. And it's just, I don't know. It's nice. Yeah. I liked it. Well, and I think, another, so you said you listened to the um, A24 podcast with Aquafina and Rami. I haven't yet. Oh, okay. Well, and so one thing I think maybe that drew her to the movie is that she was kind of raised very close with her grandmother. I think her mom passed when she was pretty young. And so I think mm-hmm. like that's kind of like another additional wrinkle to it and something that makes it a bit more special is you know she has a personal connection to it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean there was just like 
I mean, I guess they needed to give her, like, some stakes, but it was, like, the whole her career being, like, I was, yeah. like, this seems a bit, like, incomplete, you know? Mm-hmm. But because I was also like, but how is she like dropping everything if she doesn't have any money? And like the roommates like you owe me rent money. And then she's like, BRB going to China. I mean, maybe it's to show like yeah. when it comes to your family, you'll do whatever you can. Like it doesn't matter um, how yeah. much it'll cost. Well, and then I think it's also like one of those things that's like, you know, when there's like family like you know stuff like that like emergencies you're like there are still things in my life that i need to like figure my shit out yeah. you know but like i have i'm dropping everything right now but that doesn't mean the world the rest of the world stops turning you know so yeah. i don't know it wasn't it, it was kind of a non-entity for me i guess yeah but it's also i think at the beginning they're really establishing that like they kind of like they all lie to each other all the time yeah I guess that's <laughs> like, true. so that was kind of part of it also yeah that's true all right. Any any other final thoughts? Nope. I'm, I I I like. What'd it. you give it? I gave it a four out of five. Four point five. I think I gave it a four. I just bumped gotcha. up once upon a time in Hollywood to a four point five. I, 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 I follow you on Instagram. Oh. No. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Um. What do you have? Something you'd like to recommend? I do, Whoa. and you get to jump on board too. I'm recommending Adidas Ultra Boost yes. 19 Touch. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We both got new sneakers, and we're, I'm feeling motivated. <laughs> I mean, we're so. going to be Instagram fitness models in no time. Just, Literally. like, catch me on my Instagram doing burpees. You know, <laughs> that's going to be me. That's going to be my new life. Just kidding. Me and Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna sign up for Chris Hemsworth's, like, fitness app or whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do. I really like those. They're, those shoes, they're a bit on the expensive side, but I think if you can, you know, find like a coupon code or something, they're definitely worth it. I was telling you, cause I know that you, some colors are like 30% off. Yeah. That's what I, and got, that's what I got so. as well. <laughs> um, well, and I was telling you, I was like, I don't know if this helps sweeten the deal, but like I, a lady, there's a lady that I work out with and she's like buff. She's like ripped. She's so strong. Like, I do, like, workouts that she posts, um, you know, because I want to be buff and strong like she is. And she was the one who told me about the shoes, and her dad's a podiatrist, and he, he, like, stands by the shoes. So I'm like, if she, like, a a fitness nut, like, health and fitness nut, and her dad, the podiatrist, recommend these shoes, I mean... Hell yeah. What more could you There was another lady at SoulCycle wearing them, and she said, and I quote, they make me want to work out. And I was like, fuck, I need these sneakers. Fuck. I have to have them. Yeah. And then you got them. And then I also. Yeah, well, you texted me. You're like, them. how do you like the shoes? And I literally had a box of like five shoes in the corner, new shoes in the corner of my room. Um, so yeah. I need you to just buy a bit. But yeah, no, they're good shoes. Of course. What color? Do you got them in the tan? Yeah, the white and tan. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. They're fresh. Watch out, world. Meg's got a new Apple Watch. I got a new you, Apple Watch. You add her I am a on fit gal. If you add her on Apple Watch, Apple Fitness, whatever the <laughs> heck, she'll send you some mm-hmm. very encouraging words of wisdom via the app. Every time I get a notification that you like finished a workout or like <laughs> hit all your fitness goals, I shoot you a little response. 
Um, don't think I haven't noticed that I have not been getting them back. Uh, it's not a big deal, oh, I but <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I, all right, I'll pay better attention to it. It's, I'm just kidding. It's, but it's funny because it just like, it shows up on my watch, like Lauren Noriega finished her high intensity interval training. And, and then you can just say, if you click reply, they auto, yeah. They, so those are like the automatic ones, and I just choose whatever one's the funniest yeah. and just shoot it off. Yeah, I mean, you've sent me some nice, you've sent me some good ones. Yesterday was one uh, specific to Soul Cycle. Today it was yeah. Catch Your Breath Yet. <laughs> <laughs> They're funny. Yeah. It is also like funny because I don't, session. I never. <laughs> I, I pedal session. I never use punctuation like in my normal text. And these are like, catch your breath yet? Question mark. Or That's like, the ticket period, period ticket emoji. Sesh. That's the ticket period ticket emoji. <laughs> I mean, this is what you could be having if you add me on Apple Fitness. I yeah. guess I don't know what it's called. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, okay. Well, yes, I can endorse Adidas Ultra Boost Nineteen. Uh, I'm going to go with Maiden being my recommend for the week. Ooh, I can't wait. I think it comes here this week. Okay. So I can't see it this weekend because I'm going to New York. That's right. You have a big trip coming up. I'm excited for you um, where you'll hang out mm. with the the Lauren that you prefer to FaceTime over me. Oh, my God. You're so dramatic. <laughs> Honestly, we talk all the time. <laughs> um, we have, like, literally at least three different methods of communication going on at any given moment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if, yeah. <laughs> if not more. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Maiden is a documentary about the first all-female crew in the Whitbread around the world race. Um, and it was like so encouraging. I cried. Like, I, mm. I, just, I don't know. I really like it. And it's, you know, you got some girl power in it. So like, fuck yeah. Girl power. I love it. So yeah. If it's playing in a city near you, go check it out. And then while you're there, go ahead and Perfect. see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again because I like it more and more every Jesus time Christ. I see it. And I'm Jesus so upset Christ. that I was like near dead last week when we recorded because I could not have the level of enthusiasm that I want. It's okay. You can do, you can like, I don't know, you can just do the thing where you bring it up all the time. Mm-hmm. So you I can, think- you can, everybody wants some it. <laughs> All right. Well, Meg, till next time. Lor. Lornor. That's me. Love you. Bye. Bye. To follow us on social media, follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com.